We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast, in bed with Robin Vale Appliances and Furniture Zone. New name, same people, more stuff. It's been a while since we've had a story time and with a lack of sport and other events to report on, I figured now is as good a time as any. This is a two-part story time with Nasaya Mokak. Nasaya is the owner and operator of First People's Training Institute and also runs the Robinvale Employment Hub. It took a bit of convincing to get Nasaya to come on the podcast to share her story, but I think you'll agree she does a stunning job. In fact, we chatted about a myriad of things for almost two hours. In this first part, we cover what role the Robinvale Employment Hub plays for companies, businesses and people looking for work locally and the COVID response program, which has been keeping her very, very busy. Then in part two, Nasaya really starts to open up about her childhood, her culture, grief and loss, and it's just one of those conversations you don't want to end. That will be in your feed next Wednesday, though. For now talk about what Nasaya is doing in Robinvale for the community. Right now we're going to have a conversation and it's just a conversation because everyone gets very, very nervous when I bring my gear in here and set microphones up around a table. And I do appreciate your round table, Nasaya. Oh, well, it's, um, yes, I like round. Mm. I like round. Mm. Round it's tables, a, it, it's warming, comfortable. It is. It's comfortable to have round table discussions, isn't it? Nasaya. Mokak. That's your last name. Is that right? That's right. Why are you laughing at me then? Don't laugh at me. Well, the mispronunciations that I have um, are quite, 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 quite funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that was right. That was very right. Right. That thanks. Was- thanks. A lot of people would know you anyway from seeing you around town. You're in Robinvale, what, two or three days a week? Yes, Ish. three days. Uh, yeah, yeah, three days a week. Generally, I try to be down here. Mm-hmm. Like you know, our office is is manned um, pre-COVID was mm. manned five days a week. So. Now, your office that we're talking about is the Robinvale Employment Hub. That is right. Mm. Um, and Lovey is manning. Well, yes. pre-COVID, yeah. is the receptionist. Everyone knows Lovey anyway, don't they? In yes, Robinvale? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, but your business that facilitates Robinvale Employment Hub is First People's Training Institute. That's right. See, this is where it can become confusing for some, Mm -hmm. um, particularly maybe employers. You were telling me earlier, though, that Robinvale Employment Hub, even though you're the facilitator via First People's Training Hub, which is your own business, it's a mainstream business. You're not just – you have 158 – there's there's 158 registered clients on or participants on our books. Yep. Um, so it's it's actually a state government jobs Victoria program. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, a funded uh, jobs Victoria program. Mm. So they're called the Jobs Victoria Employment Network. There's 31 of them across the state, mm-hmm. and um, Robinvale has well was initially being serviced out of Swan Hill. But there was a bit of a change mm. in in that's hard geography wise yeah. wise too, isn't it? Because it's so far away. Well, I I kind of think a lot of the time Robinvale gets all all of the time Robinvale mm. tends to get under service mm-hmm. and and where I think there's there's quite a lot of uh, funding that gets thrown around for Robinvale, mm. but how how it actually gets to the people yes. is, is is sometimes a bit. 
mm. a bit problematic. Um, mm. And and yeah, so this has been a really really good a good thing for Robin Val to have it based here. And and when when we went into the conversations or you know of getting the jobs program here, um, a lot of places set up in other offices. So like the resource centre oh, or, yep. or, you know, a shared shared office space. Yes. I was very clear that we needed to have our own space. Yes. Because we needed to start building that autonomy. Um, so so job seekers could come in and, and you know, them coming in or not coming in wasn't influenced by other partners that might be you, that you're sharing the office with. Right. So it was just really neutral autonomous and and also for employers to mm. come in and and get to know us because if they're giving us the task of finding um, employees for them mm. or, or or building the capacity of people that they um, employees that they are looking for mm. well they good they need to be comfortable with your environment mm. so so that's been really positive uh, having our own space. Yeah. And so, this is a good space in here. It is a good space and we've had some really good activities going on in here. Uh, nobody uh, – well, everyone just knows that we're just just here to help. Yeah. And, and you can just drop in. Just drop in because, um, uh, like, we, we're backpackers. Mm. You know, they're all coming in. And Do you get backpackers in here as well? They come in, in in droves looking for work and and it's kind of like whilst they're not eligible for our program, mm. you know, we can we can send them off or put them in touch with with opportunities. And that's what so. the network thing's about, isn't it? Working with other, you know, yeah. having different arms and yeah. things. That's where that's important. So there's there's the there's the specific. Um, Jobs Victoria component, which mm. is working with a particular cohort, you know, and, and there's an eligibility criteria and stuff like that mm-hmm. attached to um, the employment, the Jobs Victoria mm-hmm. program. Um, but you can't turn people away. This is this is this is a resource for the Robinvale community. Mm. So yeah. I'd love to get more secured positions though from local local businesses mm-hmm. that, that have got stuff coming up yep. um, you know like a business might know that they've they're looking at wanting to engage some apprentices going forward into 2021 or you know. so that's the stuff that you can look after you do all the apprenticeships and job training and things like that well we link everyone up so basically the apprenticeship centers still need to sign up the apprentice and yep. and, and and engage the RTO and stuff but yep. For some employers, they're like, "Who are all these people?" And especially if someone's attached to a job active as well, mm. and and it's like there's so many different players for the one person. Yes, where we can actually do that, and and we do that well because yeah. you know our our clients are at the centre of all of our work. Mm-hmm. So whether you're a job seeker or an employer, mm. so we identify what. The particular need is for the individual, and and tailor it accordingly. That's great. It's big. I don't think people know that that there's one particular place because when you when you hear people talking about they need a 
a welder or they need an engineer or they need, you know, a full-time farmhand or someone um, that might need a forklift licence or whatever training it might be. And then you sort of suggest, you know, just in conversations that you might have with family and friends, why don't you look at putting on an apprentice? Oh, it's too hard. Mm. Oh, there's too much Mm. paperwork. Well, that's incorrect. If they come straight to someone like yourself. We can assist with navigating. Obviously the arrangements, are, you know, they might go with a group training or something like that. But we've, we've got the links and mm. we'll, we'll negotiate um, or we'll, we'll facilitate those conversations. Mm. So a previous employer has actually said to us, yeah, just like you said, don't want to do it because it's just too hard. There's too much paperwork, too many players. Mm. And we said, well, if, if we do that for you, um, you know, would you consider it? Mm. And and yeah, absolutely. They 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 did, and and you know, happy happy day. I was going to say, does it work out yeah. well? Well, it does work out well because, you know, of being self employed, you mm. know, you, your time your time poor and time is money. Mm. So if you've got to spend so much time navigating through a a, a paper trail of for compliance of RTOs and and you know all, all of the stuff that comes with training yeah. and apprenticeships, all the stuff that comes with running a business. Yeah, really. it, it just drags it, it. It takes the love out of it, mm. and then then as an employer, you go, well, I'm not going to go down that road. As a young job seeker, as a job seeker or a school leaver, you lose an opportunity. So mm. you know, our our role is to make sure that everyone benefits from that opportunity. Yeah. So as far as apprenticeships go, is the does the government still contribute to help employers out with putting on apprentices? How does that work these days? Look, there's there's always changes in it. Mm. There's always changes in it and, and that's where it's really when when employers are looking at apprentices, they their apprenticeship centre that they choose to sign up with mm. um, or they sign their apprentice with, it's it's really important that um, the apprenticeship centre because they navigate all the incentives for them as well. Ah, so so that's where it's really important around that you have a relationship with your apprenticeship centre. But again, we can we can do all that yeah. in, in that sense as as well. So I'm not sure if um, a lot of people do do that or mm. promote that they do that. But because I've had so much experience over the years in the education training. You know the justice side of um, side of things. Mm. It's just which has brought me to where I am today, mm. and, and I can I can quite easily navigate through. And if you don't, if we don't know something, we're not uh, frightened about you know finding the finding right answers. Out. Yeah, you know, but but there are incentives. There are a lot of incentives out there for employers, um, and and it's just basically knowing where to go mm. and. Um, and, 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 again, nobody wants to have half a dozen conversations for the same topic. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, uh, yeah. So depending on whoever your apprentice is uh, or, you know, cultural backgrounds or anything like that, there's a there's an array mm. of different incentives. So. so speaking of cultural backgrounds, your, your business is First Peoples Training Institute, that's which right. is based out of Mildura. Right. Yes. Yep. Yes. But um, but your clients at the moment, your participants in the program, are sort of fifty fifty ATSI to 
yeah. other members of the community. Look, it's a, it's a, this program is for everyone. Mm. So it has been um, it, it is basically for the whole population, Robin Vale District population group. Mm. So wherever you come from, you know you're welcome in our doors. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, well. we'll Thanks for that and thanks for morning tea. That's obviously from Loft. It's delicious. <laughs> yes, thank you, Loft. Mm. Yes, thank you. This 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 lockdown and Loft isn't um, doing too good with. No, but to their credit, um, and I was having this conversation with somebody else today who was talking about how their business has really taken a dive and I think all businesses mm. have taken a dive um, in the last mm. couple of months. But to local businesses like Loft, like the Jack Bar and Bistro, Alan Dean um, in the motel. And I know hospitality industries are really doing it tough. Like Ben at Pioneer Ford, you know, mm. poor Rachel at um, Bobby Surf who's just bought that business and then a global pandemic hits, you know, all of these things. To these credit though, particularly the girls at Loft and Alan Dean who have, um, you know, had to be able to pivot their businesses a fair mm. bit because of lack of supplies. Um, even Carmel with Bohemia Fleur and her floristry, flowers are really hard to come by. To the credit of Robin Vale businesses, they're doing a great job. Yeah. So all credit to the girls and that brownie or whatever that cherry ripe thing there is, yeah, is that going in my the, belly the, before we leave. The mint is good. The mint is good as well. Yeah, but how yeah. good are the – anyway, we're getting hey, off topic we're, we're and we're – We're getting, mm. getting sidetracked. Yes, we are. But um, a couple of other things I wanted to talk to you about too is that um, on your Facebook page the other day mm-hmm. we saw before you came down you had a boot full of goodies I for did. your cl- – were they just for your clients or who, who – are yeah. you just like an angel sent from heaven? I'll stop it. No, I won't <laughs> stop it. <laughs> like drop. <laughs> you know, no, no angelic cruising. It was just like boom. Um, look, I, I yes, it was. It was a. It was. It was a, a bootful of uh, fruit and vegetables, mm. and and I suppose what how that came about is is you know we're all a bit nervous with the uncertainty. Um, of of where things were going, and I had some some clients that that you know had had been doing some awesome stuff in in their employment front, you know, the sky was the limit for them and all the rest of it. But given that uh, you know the the media and and they had to actually step away from their jobs mm. uh, to to not put any of their loved ones at risk. Yes, and. And I was actually really worried about their mental health and well-being. So, so going from being unemployed on job seeker payments to working to gaining qualifications and licensing, and and just watching that that growth, mm. and and yeah, it just it just my, it warms my heart, and mm. and just watching that growth, and then this happens, and. It's like shit. Like, how do I, um, how do I, how do I help? Mm. Pretty much, just what what can I do? And and also being mindful in the Aboriginal community, they have always had an Easter camp which celebrates yes. culture and mm. family and all of that mm. every year. Mm. You know, it's where everyone comes together. So this was going to look different. Mm. And and I just kind of went, oh wow! And and of course there was no toilet paper as well. Yeah. So yeah, still no toilet paper. So I just I just thought, no, what can we do? And I 
I saw on Facebook there was a, a an ad around veggie packs. Yep. Um, and and I had I had actually got one the week a couple of weeks before. Mm-hmm. And oh, the, from Midway. From Midway, who came here on Saturday yes, morning. I got yes. one as well. Yes. So so there. Awesome. So that that particular day, because we all sort of went into lockdown, and it was just before Easter, and we had to change our our business operating function and stuff. Stuff like that, mm. as, as, as everyone. everyone has, yep. And and I thought, well, how do I? What can I do here? So I thought, no, I'm coming down. I came down on the Wednesday before Easter, and I had a chat to Lovey and sort of shared with what I was thinking. And on Friday, midway, I picked up all the veggie packs. Uh, and on Thursday, no, sorry, Thursday because it was Easter thir- mm. oh, Thursday before Easter. Mm-hmm. So I pulled in there, picked them pick them up on the Thursday morning and I'd pre-wrap my toilet paper because I, I I was driving past a supermarket and I saw someone coming out with toilet paper. <laughs> and so it was just like locked the car up and backed in and pulled into the car park and it was this nice parcel pack. Mm. But obviously you couldn't, you're only allowed to get one. Yes. So I've had to individually like wrap these toilet rolls for everyone. Just like a big Easter egg. Yes, yes. So we had Easter eggs, um, Easter eggs, toilet paper, and you know, fruit and veg, and bread and milk, and just and simple things. And you know what the the bit I loved in those photos was though the cake mix. Oh yes, that came after. Did it for a number of reasons? I thought that's awesome because mm. a making a cake makes you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. and if you're concerned about someone's mental health, getting up into the kitchen and making a cake, sure, it might be out of a packet, but what if? Still put mm-hmm. eggs and milk and butter and stuff in it, whatever. Still makes you feel good, makes your house smell good. Yes. It does and it feeds you mm-hmm. for, you know, <clears throat> maybe a couple of hours anyway in my house. A couple of hours. Um, but I just thought that was a really good, that was the bit that caught my eye and I went, that's a thinking woman putting these Packs well, together. It was it was interesting because like the the first week everyone was just so excited to see the toilet paper, <laughs> and I just went, wow. Don't mind your health and nutrition, but yeah, yeah well, we've got toilet paper, mm. and 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 because I was also my I was also driven around the thought of the children being home yeah. at Easter, so a little a little bit of Easter eggs, but mm. but as we've gone, because I've made sure that we're there every Friday because. Wow, you that's know, a big commitment. Well, it, it's I actually needed my clients to know that someone cared. Yeah. Because I I I was feeling for the the guys that have been, you know, like, been affected. Yes. And and yeah, I just I I just needed them to know that somebody cared and I figure if I'm the last thing they see on a Friday, you know, is why stupid smile or my warped sense of humour or whatever the case may be, you know, it's just they know that someone cares. They can go into the weekend, they've got their health and nutrition and all all that sort of jazz. Yeah. So so that was the plan, um, that was the purpose behind Fridays. Um, And the the last Friday, because we don't obviously compromise any of the social distancing and and the isolation, so we drop off the stuff on the on the chair or something and yep. then someone will pick it up. But you find that everyone still wants to have a conversation because they haven't spoken to anyone for or seen anyone. Mm. And so I was talking to one of the mums 
And because there's children just everywhere, just gorgeous children mm. everywhere. And, and, and I said to her, let me know if you want, if you think something else could go in there. Cause I could just be bringing these fruit and veggie packs and you go, Oh God, yuck, here they yeah. come again. Like the same stuff. Mm. And she said, well, we've got, we've got the kids at home. So maybe some baking stuff. Great. Done. Done. So the following week, baking. So it's not about us deciding what's right. Like we can we can facilitate something mm. and make something happen, but you don't take the voice away from the people. No, that's right. So so you know it was great. She said, yeah. "Do some baking." Oh, well, baking it is. Great. So love mm, it. Mm. And I'm sure everyone is. So appreciative to see you on a Friday. There are worse faces you could be looking at last thing on a Friday. (laughs) Let's be honest. Hey, I did want to touch on um, earlier you mentioned that you were concerned around the mental health of your clients um, because of this whole COVID thing. And it's not – I mean, it's not just your clients. It's everyone that's down in – you know, taking a dive in business and – it's just and stuck at home and I, I don't know that Robin, I mean, it's right at the end of picking season, so maybe Robin Vale hasn't felt it as bad as other people, but, you know, I know there's a, a lot of people that are stuck at home. We were talking earlier about Luke's campaign for the 42K mm. for 42K, which you very kindly offered to help support how that looks yet. We don't know because we'll we don't know. Yeah. We'll work it out. But I did, we did want to discuss, well, I wanted to discuss, and by the way, I want to point out that you didn't. You were very reluctant to come on the podcast mm-hmm. and talk about this. This is mm-hmm. not a you. Hey, let's talk. This is me going. You've done something amazing and continue to do something amazing because there was no Easter camp, um, because you know there was a bit of a gap, and you just wanted to look after your community. So thank you from me to you. Thank you for doing that. Um, but the mental health clinic we were discussing earlier that Luke is trying to raise money for to help mm-hmm. facilitate is a mental health clinic for anybody and everybody, just like your service mm-hmm. here is for any everybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important message to get across mm. right very, now. Very much so. Mm. Yeah, everyone's welcome um, and everyone's treated the same. The same. Mm, yes. Like, you know, we're, we're all in in – in unusual times. And, yeah, I'm glad and, you didn't say unprecedented. Yeah, I hate just, the word unprecedented word. now. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, but we're all we're all being impacted in different ways, and and we all respond in different ways. But all we can actually, look, you just you just want people to just, you know, find their heart mm. and just yeah, just be there. Like yeah. so half the time, we're just an ear mm. and. And it's not money that is needed. Most of the time it's just time. It's just time. Yeah. So, you know, I've run a, a lot of projects over the years and and you see they like to uh, to fill in the agendas that tight with particular activities so it appears that you're doing something. And a few years ago I'd done some girls' retreats and and we had to lobby for some funding and like I said to them it's not it's not about the money it's it's actually about the time we're trying to build uh, young people's resilience and you just have to actually give them time so of I haven't filled my agendas with 101 different activities there's gaps in there because I want to sit down on the couch or sit down on the mat and let the kids or the youth mm. just speak. Mm. 
and then we go from there, mm. you know. So because nobody gives their time anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I'm I'm glad that you've offered to help support this project because that's what this is about, having, mm. you know, mm. Luke, I think Luke's passion with his lived experience is that that's all sometimes that he wants. He wants time but he might need it this week, not in a month's time. Mm. Mm. He will need it this week and it's open to everybody, either side of the river, regardless of race, regardless of status, regardless of employment, um, which is where RDHS um, come in because they're such an open source of uh, of healthcare. So um, looking forward to it, yeah. really looking forward to it because, you know, like um, as, as a lot of people have, they've, they've faced challenges trying to seek help. Mm. So, you know, there's... There's, there's a lot of places that everyone can get help, but if we're just one more, you know, it just just gives a little bit more of help. Mm. So, mm. Um, so yeah, looking forward to because it, 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 it's close to my heart mm. as well. I, th- so. I don't think there's many people in Robinvale that probably haven't been affected by mental illness mm. in some mm. capacity, which mm. is a horrifying statistic in itself. As far as your programs and uh, First Peoples Training Institute goes, what else did you want to touch on just now? Well, I suppose oh, a, a quick little quick little touch on like we're, we're actually uh, First Peoples Training Institute and the Robin Vale Employment Hub are rolling out uh, a 10 weeks, say 10 weeks sort of a program, which is commenced with the, the nutrition, like mm-hmm. a well, I've, I've actually called it a – it's our COVID response. So yep. in, in it's a, our community strengthening program, which has three phases. So I haven't been saying too much about the phases because I don't like to say anything until things are shored up. Like mm. you don't want to promise something that you can't deliver. So, yep. so what, you kind of watch this space. But what I can speak about is, you know, the nutritional project has been, been rolled out. We're going into – week five um, this week and in week five and six we move into phase two mm-hmm. um, which is which is around warmth and comfort so I'll leave that up for open for interpretation what wow. that might look like but mm-hmm. watch this watch this space on Friday and and there's a couple of things that are happening over the next two Fridays Fine, I won't say so, yep. so, <laughs> so it's um yeah it's just really I don't know it's just it's nice to be in a position to be able to do what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and you look like you get a lot of satisfaction oh, out of it. Just look, my my mother always used to say to me, you're no better than anyone else and no one else is any better than you. Um, and she always like we 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 were humble. We had uh, come from humble beginnings, and we used to have people to come and help us. So for me to be able to do this, uh, or, or well, this is what I do. This is what First Peoples Training Institute does. It's it's how we help others. Mm. You know, not looking for any recognition or reward. Hence why I don't <laughs> do these sorts of things. But you just you look, um, you see, and you see what the need is, and and you. Put something in place to fill that need, mm. and I don't. I think everyone, every I've been one of the luckier ones that haven't been affected as deeply as many others. So, 
why wouldn't you want to make sure you can help the people who have been affected? Mm. Um, And, yeah, so. Wouldn't it be nice if everyone thought like that? Oh, Wouldn't it? Look, you know, it's, yeah. And and I think if you just, if you just take a step back and think if it's someone that you love mm. in that situation. Yes. You know, like if if it was my mum or, yeah, you know, I'd like bless her, like if if she was here with us today, like I'd want to, I'd want to know that someone actually cared about her. Mm. Or, or, oh, and the other thing worth pointing pointing out too is that we don't want people because because we're all vulnerable, mm. but we don't want people to be feeling um, or em- embarrassed mm. or because they've got to get some help. Like for us, we just go with joy, and and it's not about it's not about your your. You're doing it hard, or you're, the, you know, you're vulnerable, or, or whatever the case may be. It's about, hey, there, we're here, and we just want to share, and 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 help. Mm. Like, no strings attached. Just and it's a be shame. Safe. Yeah, be safe. It's such a shame that it's taken a pandemic for this to happen. Because mm. sometimes just that joy of. Just calling around. You know, back in the day, back in the 80s, where I remember growing up on the farm and it was no strange thing to just have people call around for a cuppa. Like, oh, someone's here. Who's here? You don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I don't feel like we get that anymore. We certainly don't where we live, but we're a little bit isolated. But do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now at least with with you doing this kind of thing and neighbours now just calling around on neighbours and it's a shame that it's taken a pandemic to bring that back. Mm. Or to, to, to actually just be thinking about others. Yeah. Thinking about others unconditionally um, and just, you know, like, I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's just it's, it sounds all, all a bit warm and fuzzy and all of that sort of stuff, but it's just bringing back the good old-fashioned values of, of caring for each other mm. and Caring, like, where did they go? Oh. Where did that go? Did we notice that they had slipped away? I think not. I think what people, what, or what has happened over over the years, things change in society, and then humanity doesn't rate get a top ranking mm. as much as as. Football scores, celebrity relationships, you know, or, or monetary money. things. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, and yeah. So, so let's forget about that poor bugger over there that's got nothing, um, or is of no value to me. Mm, which of is no a, value yeah. to me. So I'm just going to, you know, mm. where? Hey, I just, I, I just. I think it helps that we came from nothing. I think as well because we we would have um, well, we grew up in a in like a housing commission area in Darwin, and and I've never never shared my story until oh was it two or was it last year? No, the year before, and because of her, we can. Mm. That that was our NADOC theme, mm. and um, and where did I you would, share that story? I I was a guest speaker at at Sunraysia Community Health, 
and mm-hmm. I was flying back from Melbourne, just like I think I was <laughs> in my mouth, <laughs> and and because I, I was getting worked up because I had to speak, mm. and I and I just took a deep breath and just started to write. Mm. Because I'm not a writer either, and you also said you weren't a speaker, yeah, but you are uh, such an articulate, <laughs> wonderful speaker and storyteller. Oh my, like, well, I just <laughs> <laughs> okay, not uh, now. And then, and then I was just like, oh, <laughs> just, just. Well, I, I got, I got nominated for a award a lot of years ago. It was a Warwicker Award, oh. and so we got shortlisted. What's and that I, for? It's a, it's an Aboriginal. Um, Aboriginal education sort of awards. Mm. So uh, Warwicka is the strategy that comes through, like, the education space. Okay, and yep. Anyway, I got shortlisted. Someone nominated me and I got shortlisted and, and it was like, oh, my God. And 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 they said, you need to write a speech. Mm. And I go, why? I'm not going to win. <laughs> like, oh, That's positive. I'm so, I, I say I'm not going to win. And they go, no, everyone writes one. It's just normal process you write mm. one and so I wrote the speech and I had a like a strapless dress on and I put my speech down in here mm-hmm. and I'm such an overthinker so when they started calling us up like by then I was breathing in a brown paper bag <laughs> and one of my colleagues she actually didn't realize how 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 bad I was around this sort of stuff because I was I was hyperventilating I, I didn't know like I couldn't think I, I was stuttering and and um, and then so, as you walk up, they're telling, talking about all your achievements that you've done mm. and blah 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 blah. And mind you, my time came at dessert time, so I had listened to everyone throughout the whole night deliver a beautifully articulated acceptance speech. Mm. So I, I, I was I was stuffed. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, so then I'm, I'm, I didn't hear anything that they talked to me or, or what, what I was nominated for because mm. I was focusing on not passing out. And then I get up and they give us a frame and then my mind starts thinking, oh, my God, there's a spotlight on us. Like they're going to be able to see straight through my dress. <laughs> so, so this is stuff that goes when you're not getting enough oxygen to your brain, yes. obviously. So or I've, carbs. I've got my, I've got my frame in the front of my dress just in case there was a spotlight, you know, and, and there was going to be some because there was definitely no thigh gap. <laughs> and, oh, and and then they then they informed me that, then, then they called that, that I had won mm. and and I couldn't, I couldn't move. They actually didn't give me my prize because I was shaking, shaking that much Um and um and and then I then I had to apparently speak, and I turned around, and because my speech was in my in your boobs, rah, mm. yes, and some people who knew me in the audience thought that I was looking for the exit to run, like you know, do that, like. <laughs> and so I've got it out, and and I I'm, I'm standing at that podium thing, and I've unfolded it, and I couldn't see everything was blurry. I just couldn't, I couldn't see. No, I didn't have glasses then. I just, there was just, I I couldn't see nothing. And, and then I made the mistake of looking up and then you just see everyone in the crowd Mm. and I didn't, yeah. So I basically, I, (gasps) or I I didn't read any speech. I just, I just said, look, I, um, 
I didn't want to tell them that I didn't hear anything that they said. I said, you know, all of the things I've been nominated for, um, I need to thank my community because without the support of the community, I I wouldn't have been able to achieve all of those. Mm. And then I looked up and then I was like a bunny in the spotlights. And I said, I had a lot more that I, that I wanted to say, but... I don't think I can because I'm going to vomit. <laughs> and, 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 and that was it. That was my acceptance speech. So, I, yeah, yeah. Did so, you get a laugh at least? Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. was kind of like laughing. But I was a mess. So I've never been good at it. Never. Wow. Never. That's, that surprises me so much because mm. you are one-on-one. You're such a good speaker. See, I'm great one-on-one. Or if, yeah. if there's a table, we're all sitting together. Mm. But when you put me – and I've never been one for the spotlight – so even mm. even I've I've done so many uh, developed so many activities or, or training programs over the years for community training programs canoeing I brought canoeing into Muldura mm. like and and everyone says you need to get the Sunraiser Daily or you need to get you know publicity publicity and I go no 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 it's fine it's fine like it's just I don't I don't. I don't know. Mm. I just don't just don't do it. It's well, not- some people are just not into self-promotion. Mm. I, mm. on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's, that's when I – that was – that's when things changed a little bit for me was that NAIDOC because of her weekend. Yeah. Because I needed to – Do you want to tell your story – Really quickly now. Well, let me just finish the, my phase oh, three. Oh, sure, okay. Best, let's just go back to phase three. So phase three is coming in in week, um, sounds like I'm in the school term, um, between seven and ten, and that's focusing purely on uh, mental well-being. Oh, So great. we're, we're – yeah, so watch this space. It's mm. going to be interesting. Obviously we have to do stuff in a different um, – a different way where you have to uh, telehealth type thing, like yeah. use, use devices to be in contact with each other. Mm. Um, so that's going to be a new wow, yeah, a, a new thing for a lot of my client group as well. Mm. You know, because like Zoom, <laughs> I can help you with Zoom. Yeah, Zoom, while I'm here. Zoom tablets. You yeah. Know, yeah, so so yeah, so that's coming in the next few weeks a few weeks so we'll get our warmth and comfort projects rolled out and then we'll move into our mental um well-being project so mm-hmm. so all up we'll have about 10 weeks um quietly I'm hoping I can sort of push it out to yeah. 12 but but I kind of think that's a good good block of time to for people to know that they're not alone. Yeah. You know, so. And it's a great initiative. And this is an initiative just from your business. Yeah. 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 Well, and funded by your business? No, no. Supported by the Robin Vale Employment Hub as well. Great. So, um, so, yeah. So, so it was a COVID response also from the, the Jobs Fix. From the uh, state government. State government as yeah. well. So, you know, like without that, mm. um, without that support from them or, uh, you know, I tell you Goodness. what, he's done, and I say he because Dan Andrews is the face of it, and I haven't always been the uh, the biggest backer of Daniel Andrews and his government, but I tell you what, in the, mm. the way that uh, he and all the premiers, and I have said this every week, I just think knowing what would go into responses mm. like this and yeah. how quickly it's happened, mm. whereas it should take, you know, 12 months for these mm. action plans to happen and practical things because yeah. you're such a practical person. Um, 
to be able to offer practical help mm. on the ground so quickly mm. with the help of the state government is it's, phenomenal. It's great. Phenomenal. It's, it's just and and like everyone or all of the all of the um, all of us that have been supported, like obviously everything would be diff- different everywhere mm. at different locations. Mm. Like this is what our community needed. Yes. So and and it's it's really nice to be able to have that autonomy to do that. Yes. To identify what's needed and and the flexibility to just do, do it. it. Yeah. Just do it. And so this is what's really yeah. Mm. So I'm I'm really looking forward. I'm I'm. I'm a bit nervous about phase three because you know IT stuff and and whether it's fine. people don't you'll be fine want to be on like I had a Zoom meeting the other day mm. and you kind of the way you're looking at it you kind of got an extra couple of chins and stuff like coming out of you lockdown. just need to change the angle of your camera yeah that's all. so I need I need to have mm. these tips so, so which is why I came in and we are socially distant around the table but yes. I thought that's why I came in to to chat to you today because I thought, oh, there's, I'm over the Zoom podcasting thing. as makes it easy. You can get whoever you want. But mm-hmm. um, I thought telling stories and having a conversation is much easier around round table with it's a coffee warmer. and a slice. It's actually, it's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's yeah. kind of what we, I don't know, it's what we're all starving Conversa- for. At yeah, the moment, I think know? it is. So, so hence that's why we have ours over the fence, over our veggies. <laughs> No, so it's just it's just beautiful. I just love I just love seeing the joy in people's faces yeah. when 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 we rock around. Yeah. So even though my car's starting to get a name that it's a bit of a stalker because it's doing so many U-turns around Robinvale. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's this crazy lady in that hmm. car, so We'll pick up this conversation again next week. And if you're interested in what the Robinvale Employment Hub can do for you or your business, you can find them just behind Tankard Dental in the business on Bromley Building. This is a Clear Eyes Media production. If you need a lay down after that episode of The Veil, find a new couch, mattress or bed at Robinvale Appliances and Furniture Zone.